Hello, everybody. Welcome to Arsenal X, NGS Radio Xbox Podcast. As always, we throw up the X. Because we are about to throw down. I'm your host, Eddie B. Joining me is boss man, Mr. Corey Derrick. I'm here. Woo! And the wise Wisconsinite, Mr. Jesse Douglas. Yo. <laughs> Happy 4th of <laughs> July, everybody. Yo. <laughs> Dude, can I say, okay, before we go in, because Jesse, you you might laugh at this one. So I'm at work yesterday, and you know, this, this dude, he got like a tank top white dude with all these uh, uh, tattoos and stuff. And I'm like, hello, welcome to this place. And he comes in and be like, what up, though? I'm like, wait, what do you know about what up, though? This is a black neighborhood. You know nothing about that. But yet, you being Caucasian, you know something about what up, though. I'm just like, I question. I'm surprised Ed, that Why do you got to be racist? Yeah, I think I think you found that crazy white dude that every uh, black man wants to have as their friend. <laughs> Probably so, because he just came in and be like, "What up, though?" I'm like, "What you know about that? Who? Where did you find it? Because only in my neighborhood do we use like what up though as certain ties. We're like in. I mean, we're not in a black black neighborhood. Like I'm closer to like a rich neighborhood, and I'm just like, where did that come from? Y'all wouldn't know nothing about this, but I'm surprised. He was cool, though. He came to my register. He was, like, down to earth and everything. <laughs> but, yeah. So when you said, yo, that just triggered that from yesterday, I was just like, I I, I can't. I love when Ed sees weird white people. <laughs> <laughs> he sees like them I... every day on this show. <laughs> True. <laughs> well, I, I see a lot on different shows, different podcasts. Yeah. But I, I enjoyed it, enjoyed it all. That's why I was just like, yes, I'm back in retail when the eight year old woman can just drop the F bomb and MF first because she can't get her stuff from the pharmacy. Oh, see, that's, so, that stuff would drive so, me insane. It's glorious. It's so glorious to me. I'm just like, yes, you're making my life happy because if you have a heart attack, I don't know who to call. And I'll just, I'm like, y'all just roll over. Next in line, <laughs> I'll let the manager handle that. Hey, I didn't cause that. You came up to me to complain about something that's not that's out of my control. It doesn't have nothing to do with me. But everybody, this is an Xbox podcast, like I said, and we're going to get into what's in our arsenal. That's how to get off, uh, get back on topic <laughs> and keep the show moving. So, boss man, I am so happy because you have done something with a certain system. So well, been oh well, I finally like got my Xbox One X all hooked up and stuff. <laughs> it yeah. is okay. So I was like, so for a long time I was debating on whether or not I should get one, right? And I was like, should should I get one? Should I not? Should I just like stick it out until the next Xbox comes out? Because I don't have a 4K TV, and I know they say like it benefits 1080P users as well because there's a lot of things that happen internally that make everything look better. I'm like is it worth it? Like, is it, should I, should I not? And like for a while, like I ended up getting it and then I didn't hook it up for a while. And then I ended up like really like, okay, I'm going to hook this thing up and see what happens. I just honestly, like if you have the money to throw around like that, like (laughs) it's not like I have the money to throw around. Like I, I, had some credit left over and like you know it it was a whole thing i'm not gonna get into it here but like 
if you have the extra crash to, to like spend and you really want like a good experience with Xbox like I I turn I turn on Halo 5 playing multiplayer and that game is old at this yes. point, right? Like it's like 3 years old at this point and I'm like Ed I can see the stitching on my Spartan's glove moving over to the leather thumb like thumb pads and I can see the texture on the gun and the and the lighting on the gun changes like <coughs> everything all the textures and all the lighting and all of like the character models and I, and I probably went through like 20 Xbox One X enhanced games. I went The Witcher, Rise of the Tomb Raider, Destiny 2, Fortnite, PUBG, mm-hmm. Halo 5, Gears 4. Like all the heavy hitters I went through and looked at and I was like everything looks so much better. And I don't know how to tell you because I'm not that kind of person to like I'm not like a technical guy or whatever but like the lighting looked amazing. The textures looked way better like I, I i could not go back to to an original xbox one or an s like i just can't now i can't i refuse <laughs> and even even last night when, when jesse and i were playing PUBG, and <laughs> jesse was still on the loading screen and me and pat were like punching <laughs> punching his character model and like you know because like well you know like in the waiting area when the match is loading like yeah. when all the players start spawning in and stuff, Jesse or Pat and I were like punching Jesse's character model because we were already loaded in because we're both on X's and he's still on the loading screen. So we're just sitting there beating up his character model. <laughs> and then like we get on the plane and I'm like, holy crap, my plane looks like a plane. Like there's textures and details and stuff and everything. <laughs> and Jesse's like, I'm flying a blob. <laughs> I'm just like, <laughs> but you know, and. Yeah. In all seriousness, like, I I'm glad I upgraded. Like, it was it was worth the money. Like, it, it was worth the price of admission. And like, you know, whatever Scarlet ends up being, or whenever it comes out, you know, like, I'm gonna get two and a half good years of gaming out of this box, and it's gonna be so much fun. Well, not to mention you'll you you actually have a useful 4K Blu-ray player. Yeah, you know that doesn't just play blu-rays and that's it you know yeah like you know like you don't have to waste that extra money on something like that either no yeah and like you know i do i want to upgrade my tv at some point i'm gonna try to wait until we move because this apartment isn't exactly i want to bring more expensive electronics into here yeah uh you know we i think we're gonna try to we're gonna at least start looking next spring to move but uh just because we've already signed our contract for the next year and for this apartment but like the xbox one x everything i played on it looked amazing even destiny 2 like i mean it's it's a it's a good looking game but i mean just going through those environments it looks it looks so much better it runs better like man it you get places quicker which is like bad in some points especially in pvp stuff because you literally have the competitive advantage because you're in the match faster than everybody else uh you know there were points where like my friend who's still playing on an original xbox one uh we were playing destiny 2 last week and like i was literally in the tower purchasing stuff and dismantling stuff and trading in tokens before he was even in the tower wow like it was 
it was kind of cool, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, Xbox One X is awesome. And I also rewarded myself <laughs> by purchasing that awesome controller that Jesse has. The gray one oh, with the yeah. green sticks. I ended up, yep, that one. I ended up getting that and an official Microsoft chat pad to hook onto the bottom of it. Nice. Uh, so, and then uh, I also have one of those like remotes for when Sana's here by herself and doesn't have to look for a controller. She can just use the t- like a, it's like an Xbox branded TV remote. Oh, okay. So she can use that to watch Netflix and stuff when I'm at work or whatever. So, nice. Cause she's gonna be, you know, soon she's gonna be watching a lot of TV. <laughs> <laughs> while I'm at work. Uh. Yes. So, uh, is that all that you've been doing? Uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, stuff that people want to hear about. I mean, there's stuff I've been doing that people probably don't really care about. <laughs> but Let's just say you've been preparing. Uh, just, I'm not prepared. You, you, you've been prepared. <laughs> uh, I, brought, I bought, we brought the bassinet home from her mom's today. Mm-hmm. And like, it, it, for people who don't know, that is a thing that the baby sleeps in when they can't, they're not big enough to sleep in the crib yet. <laughs> so, you know, we got that in and the diaper genie and <sighs> it's, I can't, I can't wait to see dad pictures of you. Like this big, <laughs> big tall buff guy with this like cute little baby daughter bag. <laughs> milk bottles uh, in the hair and he'll still have on the cap on the backwards <laughs> i am i am i'm gonna carry the baby around in this thing for a while if it's that small uh, uh no but i'm i mean it's it's literally day to day now like i t- like i told her i'm like i need till wednesday because we have to finish a project ed and and i have to edit it all and everything but after wednesday and tuesday well yeah, yesterday by the time you guys are hearing this, like my uh, friend of show Joey Pease is moving, and we're going, you know, we're going out to celebrate him moving this this coming weekend, and so uh, I was like, I just, I just, I just need till like Wednesday or Thursday, <laughs> please, <laughs> and then then we can do all the baby stuff. <laughs> like, I just want to get these projects finished. And like I just I oh man. I just want to get these projects finished, you know. And she's and, probably she's probably the other way though. She's ready for it to come out. Uh well, I mean, there's there's some things she has to finish this week too. So yeah, it's not like yeah. for her job because she's like going on leave after this week, regardless if the baby comes or not, so she wants yeah. to get some stuff done too, so yeah. <laughs> Well, uh to the wise Wisconsin tonight, Jesse. What's what's been in your arsenal? Uh, well, I've been I played some retro games and stuff. Um, you can you can listen to Pow Block if you want to hear you know me get a little bit more in depth of, about that. But I, I I occasionally play some retro, some old school NES games and stuff like that. So I did that a little bit. Um, you know. Battle, uh, well, PUBG, you know, Fortnite. We kind of, me and Corey, spent almost a whole night just playing that the other day. And then it's uh, a good game. Yeah, it's fun for sure. And uh, although I want to point out that it's some BS that you need three thousand battle points to change the look of your character. <laughs> what yeah, kind it, of hot garbage is that? 
PUBG. They want the monies. They want Why? your money. No. Why? I just want. I just. Continue. Well, I think they, yeah, they just, they, I think it's, a, it's just one of those things where, like, you, you know, you edit your character in the beginning, and then after that, you gotta, if you want to change it, like they did that in in Grand Theft Auto and stuff too. Like, you, if you wanted to change stuff on features on your character, you had to use your in-game credit, you know, stuff to to change it. It's crap. You know, I, I mean, it's crap. But, so yeah. um played some of that and then uh i did play some sea of thieves for a very little little uh play session um that was like like technically last weekend i think after the show was done Mm -hmm. or something like that but um i played some of that and then i finally and i just because we have some uh future things coming up so I'm not going to get too in detail about it, but I, I finished Quantum Break. Yeah. And that game is awesome. Like, They said it wasn't long. They said it's not very long. Yeah, no, it's... I think yeah, what makes it long not, is the TV show. Yeah, because yeah. there's four episodes of the TV show, and I think each episode is like 22 minutes long. Mm-hmm. So it's almost a half an hour show, you know. And then, uh, and then, yeah, and then, like, that gives you the meat of, like, the storyline. And then, because, like, how it works is, like, with each, after each, after each episode or before each episode, I don't remember which one it is now, right now, but you have to make a decision. There's two choices. Mm-hmm. And, like, you, you can, like, highlight the one choice, and then it will kind of play out the storyline and show you what kind of would happen if you choose that that direction and then you can watch the other one and then you can kind of decide which direction you want the story to go and so then after every basically after every act and there's five acts all together uh you you have to make a crucial decision uh with like the main bad guy mm-hmm. you know like because he's the one who ultimately is is choosing the fate of of like of your main character or of the storyline because it you know kind of is all tied to the main character that you play as and the the you know this main you know protagonist or whatever um so yeah I, like i know i know a lot of people can kind of you know might get turned off by the whole episode things like for me personally i enjoyed it because like i I like all the actors that they it, picked. A, a, a lot of people are actually getting ready to jump into Quantum Break. Quantum, uh, yeah, Quantum Break. A lot of people have just been talking about like it's been in their backlog for so long. I think a lot they're... of people want to try it out too because Control looks awesome and it kind of yeah. has like, I mean, it, it's not the same type of game, but it's it uses a lot of the same tech that Quantum Break used, yeah. and I think like yeah. enough people have a lot of respect for Remedy that I think they're finally going out to try it. Yeah. 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 It's. Yeah, it's definitely an amazing game that you know that Xbox uh, has to offer. You know, so it. Yeah, if you haven't if you haven't played it yet, and you you know like, like I said, like or what I was gonna touch on is like you know with the episodes that they play, like at least the acting is really good. 
it's it's it feels like you're watching a really good TV show. And like I said to Ed in chat, I'm like, I really wish they would actually have made this into a show, like a full on uh, season, you know, of it. Just do one full season of the show, and you know, they don't have to do anything past that. It would have been pretty cool if they would have did that, you know, like because they could have used uh, obviously the episodes they already made could be part of it and then they just fill in the missing stuff i think when uh when microsoft have plans to have like tv shows on their platform stuff uh i think that would that would have been part of it but then i think when then once they cancel those plans they were just like well just put it in the game yeah yeah so yeah it, it was a it was a really good experience and like i feel like everything for the most part there was some some little tiny tiny issues that I had in like the final like boss battle scene, mm-hmm. but it was just like once I figured out what was happening, like then I understood why it was happening. But like it was just one tiny small camera issue that I had during that final battle, and but ultimately, other than that, I really didn't have any problems with with controls or anything. Like I, I feel like they really worked well, and they really you know did a good job of of like making the mechanics that you have and use you know as powers work work well for for what you're doing. So, and it, this was one of the first games where like you know how like in a lot of games they have like all these like uh, like folders or audio things like that they have that is pretty common in in the division like they actually this game like for some reason because i like they did such a good job of like getting me invested in the story that's happening and i think a lot of it is because of those episodes of the show that actually help you really get invested into what's going on mm-hmm. like i actually wanted to try to find that stuff and so now I kind of want to go back because when I first started the game, I didn't really care too much about finding that stuff. But then you'll you'll notice, like as I as my progression went through the game, like I more of my levels I have where I found a hundred percent of the stuff that I needed to find yeah. because I actually cared about finding it. So like I kind of want to go back now and and try to find everything so then I can get more upgrade points to upgrade my uh my powers and stuff like that. So because I I think that's what it's tied to is if you find all that stuff that they want you to find, uh I think it gives you upgrade points maybe. I think that's how that works. I'm not sure to be honest, but because you do get uh, get points that you can use towards upgrading your your abilities and making them like last longer, or or you know have further reach for like the the kind of like sonar type thing that you have where it kind of lights up all the bad guys around you to let you know yeah. where they are behind walls and stuff like that. So so yeah, like that game is is a is a must get you know for Xbox for sure. So yeah, because I I mean I got it I played it like religiously when it first came out, but then just life happened and I had a whole bunch of other things that I wanted to get to and I just it wasn't that I didn't like the game or or got bored with it it was just I had so many other things that I wanted to play and try at the time that I yeah. just never finished it until now because I was like 
three-fourths of the way done almost with the game, you know, when I picked it back up just recently. So, but yeah, so. Yeah, one of my backlogs that I got to work on. And something that I can't say no more about that until later on, I should say. So, uh, well, for me, um, for Switch, uh, Battle Brigade, Chef, um, Shashasin Beats, Zelda, um, Octopath Traveler demo, finished that, uh, Cat the uh, Toad, um, did all three doubles of that. Can't wait for both of those games to drop. Um, for PS4, I've been working on Mad Max. Um, for my backlog bash blowout, uh, gave it two weeks. Um, I'm probably about one fourth done with the game because I was doing so many side missions, trying to complete stuff in the maps and get my character like a little bit leveled up. And I still got more stuff to do, so I'm probably gonna return it to it maybe later on in the year or like or like August. Um, but my plan is to uh, start working on Battlefield Hardlines. Um, I have started that game a little bit earlier. Um, but I'm going to be returning to that and if I finish within like a couple of days um, from now um, hopefully I'll have that game done I'll probably jump back into Mad Max Uh, started up Far Cry 5 um, enjoying that game but that intro is just once again it's too long (laughs) Uh, Ubisoft needs to start making these long intros give me the game give me the tutorial and let me go about my business (laughs) um and it's weird uh, that I mentioned Far Cry 5 because a lot of people have been playing Far Cry 3. And I think they should just do a remaster for that game and just put it out for digital. Yeah, because isn't it in, in Far Cry 5, it's basically part of the uh, part of the DLC, the Far Cry, Far Cry I, 3, I think. I think so. Um, I thought I it was remember. part I of a pre-order or something. Yeah, something was connected to it that you had to buy for it because you didn't get yeah. the game for free. I, I know that yeah. much. Well, yeah, I think it's I think it's I think it's part of the season pass or whatever thing. Okay. Like the the expand, you know, with all the uh, the updates. Because uh, it's it's upgrades. not backwards it's not backwards compatible yet, right? For three sixty, I, I don't think. think. I don't think so. I think it's literally like something they added to the game, kind of like you've heard with some of these other games where you can play mm-hmm. like old school games inside the, the new game. <laughs> well, uh, which I gotta say, uh, EA bring that Army of Two uh, bring the second game. You can keep the first and the third one. Bring the second game. The first one is compatible. The first one is backwards compatible. Oh, I want the second game. <laughs> I, uh, unfor- you mean? I unfortunately own the first two games digitally so I know the first <laughs> game is backwards compatible because like my list starts with A and I'm like oh, Army of Two just begging to be downloaded every time I go to what's, you know, my digital library. It's like, yeah, Army of Two just begging to be downloaded. I'm like, Neh. yeah, because once, yeah, I'm once like, if mentioned- I'm like, if 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 they decide to bring the second one, maybe we would do like a a <laughs> squaggles for those games. But yeah, I'm like, until that second game comes out, this first one can stay here on this <laughs> shelf. <laughs> yeah. Because I, I, they have it at my GameStop physically, and I'll just tiptoe up there, get it, and then come back and be like, I got the second game. Because well, the second one PS3. is really good, though. Like, the second one's it awesome. Is. Like, it, it's, yeah. I, I don't know why we're talking about Army of Two. 
Let's just move on. <laughs> well, and honestly, if we wanted to play something like that, we we've got payday too. That that that's free with season pass. True. <laughs> well, let's move. Let's let move past that jank. <laughs> that mess came out and didn't nobody talk. I don't. It, it's so well. I think on PC, I don't hear no console players. It didn't, I don't even know if it did good on Switch. What payday? Yeah. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't end up. I thought I, about getting in. I was like, nah. I'm like, what was it, February? I was like, Kirby comes out in like a week. Now nah, I'm good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so, um, but yeah, that's what I. That's my plans so, on you know working on Battlefield Hardlines. Uh, play the division. Uh, just doing some of my own single player. Um, I'm playing as playing the girl. Uh, my character for this one. Uh, cause I beat the game. Um. Uh, when I when it first came out, like spent like three four that weeks playing it, and then uh, after all the updates in there, they fixed everything. Um, because we watched the division two and had just been talking about it, just been going back in the game, and I I chose a female now. Uh, and having still having fun, still enjoying that game. So uh, I think I haven't I haven't got to the first uh fraction of it like there's like different fractions of people that you have to beat um and i haven't got to like a final boss boss yet um before i move on but yeah like i said just enjoying that um but that's gonna be uh in everybody (laughs) that's been in our arsenal um and also check out our movie commentary uh for teenage mutant ninja turtles 3 if you haven't heard that we had a very interesting conversation that didn't that didn't go into nothing about the movie (laughs) (laughs) we so i i actually somebody emailed us our our friend uh tashaun uh malone who who watches ngr live regularly and he like he suggested something to me, and I, I and we have a question from him later on because we are answering community questions for the first time, ever. Uh, but he uh, he asked me if we would start doing putting those on a podcast service separately from Arsenal X, uh, like once a month or whatever. And I was just like, I, I meant to bring it up to you guys before we started recording, but. I didn't think that was like a terrible idea to do one movie commentary a month and put it on its own podcast feed. Yeah. Well, we 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 talked about it. Um, I think because we were just doing the turtles on Arsenal X due to the fact that DC uh, for um, Injustice, Injustice yeah. Two, that they had the turtle thing and our uh, expression pass discussion on the cartoon turtles. Yeah. Go watch that. Oh my gosh, I saw the, the intro to that first. To that, uh, <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, boss. Good news though, there is a new movie in development. Yeah, and it's gonna be. Yeah. I think it's gonna be the third movie finally of the new ones. But they were saying they was they were thinking of doing a reboot. Again. Yeah, but I think I think they don't want to. I don't think they want to do that again. Like I think yeah, they want to. I think they want to finish this storyline out. Which will be fine because mm-hmm. I actually really like the the new movies. Yeah, I do too. Yeah, yeah. That's Splinter, the thing Splinter is, looks I'll dumb. take it either way. I'll take it either way. Honestly, I, I, I as long I, as the reboot's good. I know, but I, I want I, like I want to see what happened to Shredder. Movie. I want to go yeah. to Dimension X. Let's yeah. do it. Let's oh do it. Oh my goodness, Dimension X! I forgot all about. Let's that. do it. Let's see. Let's see what let's Michael Bay's that... Technodrome looks like. 
Yeah, I know exactly. That's what uh, I was gonna say. I want a techno drone. That that would be <laughs> insane. Okay, <laughs> no, they're just they'll just use they'll just they'll just they'll just rehash Transformers animations. Boss, that's a special pack for later on. That's a top. Hold that topic. We're, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that sometime. I, now. I know. I want to talk about it now. Because <laughs> that's a good expression pack that I have. I completely forgot about the mission X. Uh, Technodrome, not so much. The mission we'll X. Get those I nasty yellow forgot. pizza aliens. Maybe we'll maybe we'll get slash. It'd be awesome. Yeah, I got that whole entire the whole entire uh, the collection of the DVDs. I still need to go and like I've been trying to watch some of them. Like, oh, know, the the cartoons. Are you talking about the cartoon, yeah, the, the one that comes in the turtle yeah. van? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, because Pat. Uh, shout out to Pat. He gave me that for my birthday. <laughs> nice. So yeah, now now I have that. That cartoon then, is so um, bad. I did not like. I loved it growing up, but going back to watch it, like it's not like going back to Power Rangers and it just being cheesy. It's just, it's just bad. Like some of the animation yeah. is just straight up it's, awful. <laughs> I think it's good. Um, like maybe Uncle Phil Shredder represent season. what? Well, yeah, it's it's kind of like in my opinion, it's a lot like The Simpsons. Like that first and second season were were just something completely different, and then. It gets that, different. Like I think that that show actually got better with, with time. I think the the animation and the way that switched. Cause here here in Chicago or North Chicago, I should say, it was like on Channel Fifty, and then they still had it on like Channel Fifty, uh, which is like UPN. Um, but they switched it to an hour on CBS, oh. and the animation changed. And that's when Michelangelo uh, ended up having that grapple hook. Because he yeah. couldn't use his nunchucks no more. But that's another that's another thing we're talking about on Special Pat. <laughs> personal, personal history with Ninja Turtles. We'll talk about that later. Uh, but we're going to get into some Arsenal news. And uh, there is one story, that guys, that I had to add that I didn't put in the notes. Um, but And that's going to be the last story um, that you got uh, that I'll break down to. You probably can figure out what it is, but we'll touch on it later on. Um, EA's open world Star Wars development team includes prototype and sleeping dog vets. Um, this story comes from a game informer. Uh, last October, EA shocked Star Wars fans by closing Visceral Games, abandoning the linear single player project being led by Uncharted vet Amy Hennig and giving EA Vancouver the keys to redevelop the project in a more open world direction. The decision to tap a studio best known for making sports games left many scratching their heads. When we, uh, uh, when uh, the uh, people at Game of Thrones, um, they sat down with Motor Studios General Manager Jay Raymond um, at this past E3. They asked him what the Vancouver studio made it a good fit in their eyes for developing a high-profile open-world game for one of the biggest entertainment uh, brands on the planet. He responded, uh, "Ragtag was being co-developed already with the team in Vancouver, so there was another. So there was already a group of people who had been col- uh, collaborating on it." The core team there is super, uh, super strong. There are people who have worked on Skate, SXX, and a bunch of Need for Speed back in the day. So there is a core group that was part of EA Black Box when uh, that was a thing. It's people who worked on a lot of non-sports stuff out of Vancouver over the years. 
Beyond that, the studio strengthened its ranks with developers who had extensive experience developing open-world titles. Uh, Jay uh, Raymond says, There are people who worked on Sleeping Dogs, a bunch of people who worked on Prototype, some who worked on a new IP that was kind of open-world. So there is a mix of people from the original team and people who we supplemented. Um, they also asked, what if anything the studio plans to preserve from the original linear single-player concept spearheaded by former Charter Creative Director Amy Hennig? Uh, they said, uh, Raymond responded, I don't know how much we're saying about that stuff, but the goal is we have three terabytes of Star Wars artwork, which is crazy, and there is a lot of really good work there. When we announced we were moving the game, the idea was pivoting more to player agency, but still keeping a lot of the stuff that was great about it. There was a lot of really cool stuff like tons of assets and really cool characters that have been created. So there's the goal of making sure we use all of that. So um, this is kind of interesting because when they mentioned to me, when they mentioned Sleeping Dogs, I was just like, ooh, really? Oh, now this, this is getting interesting. and Maybe this could work. Prototype, I, I, I don't know, know nothing about that. <laughs> oh, you mean the the poor step son of Infamous, the better yes. superhero game that came out that year? <laughs> yeah. In in you know the map was straight up lifted from Spider Man Two. <laughs> oh, Zero Punctuation did a review for Infamous and uh, uh, Prototype, and he challenged the developers to send them artwork from each other's games. Uh, and whoever had the best one had the best game. So Infamous showed uh, um, Sucker Punch uh, sent uh, the character from Prototype on the unicorn horse in this kind of dress <laughs> and, they, and they ended up winning. And uh, the people who made Prototype did something else with Cole and I was just like oh wow. <laughs> it's, it's a good episode of that, of that series. Wow. <laughs> The the Star Wars game that you were just talking about is that, is that the one that um, that respawn was working on or no, no it's the one that Visceral was working on and then they started oh, pivoting yeah. the project somewhere else and closed Visceral oh, okay. and yeah okay you know that's why okay. Amy Hennig's gone now okay but and she so, got a new studio uh, making VR games now okay yeah and weird so, weird move I, for her by the way yeah it's kind of like yeah. a for such a, like a prevalent video game writer, like that seems like a sideways or backwards move almost for her. I mean, good for her. I mean, I'm glad she has her own studio and whatever. But like VR, like like for, from a writer's perspective, is she going to be doing like walking sims in VR? Like I don't know. She's doing stuff for Oculus. Well, I know that much. Well, and I well I think I think the the idea there is like. Like, you know, like, look at games like Rhyme and stuff, these really, really small titles. Mm-hmm. Like, like indie games now are where you go to get the really in-depth, really good story, you know, that's being told, unfortunately. Well, I mean, not unfortunately. I mean, that's a good thing because that's why indies are doing so much better now. But I think, I think maybe that's it is, like, the... People that want to tell a really good story, they tend to go to the to the indie games and and basically everything being made on the, on VR is practically an indie game at this point because there's you know it's really even the people even the big titles that are being brought to it are usually just small like mini games basically of a 
of a main game that's being made just for the for the VR. So yeah. I think I that's think... The, they just probably maybe they feel like that's that's the best way to tell their story. I don't know. I think the leading game for VR, in my opinion, is like it's Moss, the one with the little mouse on the adventure for mm-hmm. PSVR. I think a lot of people really love that game, and I think that's like the leading one that people say that was re- that's really good. Yeah. So yeah, for I, me, for me, the one that I mostly care about is like the Until Dawn. Like I'm really curious to see the new Until Dawn uh, VR game that's coming. Oh, that out. oh that one is or that out. is out. Yeah, that's right. It yeah, is out. I impatient. To see that yet? But, yeah, they're impatient. Yeah, yeah. yeah. they said yeah. that one was decent too. Uh, yeah. Move on. Uh, just uh war with wafus on money puzzle exchange uh this game is coming out on xbox is available on xbox one it's also available on ps4 and switch and the reason why i put this thing on here uh hamster continues to on their quest to bring the huge catalog of 90s classics to modern platforms via the neo geo aca range and this one source coming from destructoid uh they released Money Puzzle Exchange on all three platforms. Uh, Money Puzzle Exchange, known in Japan as Money Auto Exchanger, was developed by Face and published by SNK. It was released in Japanese arcades in 1997 before being eventually ported to the Game Boy Advance and later the PlayStation. And I never played this game. Uh, the cheerful puzzler fits snugly alongside stacking games on the era, such as Puzzle Bobble and the excellent Magical Drop. Money Puzzle Exchanger takes the player with managing an onslaught of coins, literally exchanging lesser values for those of higher currency, e.g. Turn 5 1 coins into 1 5 coin, then 2 5 coins into 10 coin, and so on. Coins disappear from the play, play field when 2 500 coins collide. As with other games of this genre, very special tiles and power-ups come into play, allowing you clear busy areas faster and stay one step ahead of your opponent. The game features a <coughs> choice of happy-go-lucky guys and gals to represent your board, as well as amusing, badly translated English text. I personally never gave this game much time, uh, scared off by spooky mathematics, but it's a great-looking and fun stuck game. Um, so if you guys want to try it, um, the game is available now for eight dollars, and it's so anime. And it's so weird. Uh, I-, I think I'm probably gonna pick it up for Switch, or I might get it for Switch and Xbox One because I I love math, and because this is an SNK game from the arcade that I never got to play, I'm intrigued because <laughs> it's weird. Yeah, a lot of those those Japanese games are weird. Yeah. <laughs> like when they well, start doing that kind of puzzle stuff. Like I remember the puzzle fighters. Weren't they like yes! bobble like weren't they like bobbleheads where they had like really big heads and then small bodies? No, they they were they were like miniature uh uh oh, okay. I guess, oh okay. I guess Puzzle I'm, Fighter was Capcom with Street Fighter yeah, characters. Yeah, yeah. But I, I guess I always thought that they had like overly big heads or something. But yeah, I guess maybe not. It's been a long time since I played that. Uh, what about you, boss? Uh... <laughs> nah, I'm good. <laughs> we gotta find. We have to find an arcade game that that fits you. Like, 
I don't um, know what arcade. I already have uh, Turtles in Time and X Men Arcade. I'm good. Those are the best but, arcade games. And The Simpsons. You, well, you do have Turtles in Time for Super Nintendo. That's the best. <laughs> that's the best version. Yep. Stop playing I'm around, Capcom, uh, Konami. Arcades, arcades, arcades were ruined after that because <laughs> nothing ever lived up to the Turtles in Time. I'm good. Well, I think the Super Nintendo out. Did the arcade version? Oh, I know, I know. I'm just saying, like, I've already got the perfect three arcade games, and then the one Super Nintendo port is better. But I mean, <laughs> I'm good. Give me some quarters. I'm gonna rip some yes. people up as Wolverine. I never beat the X Men arcade. Oh, I think gosh, you're a disgrace. Uh- <laughs> I'm just kidding. Was Simpsons Arcade for NES or a Super? No, they, they it never they came ever to. Uh-oh. No, they, it never. It's, came it's to on it. Xbox Live Arcade uh, for 360. Yeah. Oh. And they had it for, oh. Yeah, and they did have it for PlayStation, but then okay. I think they took it down. Yeah. Yeah. What all happened, the Konami but, ones were taken down. Uh, but well, Konami made it. Uh, the arcade game. I know, Simpsons. but I'm saying all yeah. the arcade games were all the Konami brawlers were taken down. Oh, okay. Yeah, because Acclaim was bringing a lot of the Simpson games, or making a lot of their Simpson games. Um, and when Konami did the arcade version, everybody was wondering why it didn't come to console. Um, but, yeah. So, we're going to move on from that one. Uh, Master Hunter World is to celebrate summer with a special event. Uh, Capcom has revealed that they are planning a special in-game event for July, bringing all the sunny fun of the summer to the popular adventure title Monster Hunter World. Starting July 13 and running until July 26, the Summer Twilight Fest will see familiar areas such as the Celestial Pursuit adorned in bright and colorful decorations. The handler and their adorable Poogie sidekick will get special summer outfits that will remain to be seen where the new gear will be made available for you and your palico. Uh, there will be surprise login bonuses and flash events also for the duration of the Twilight Fest. Almost all previous event quests will be set live once again. This will give you an opportunity to get out in the summer air and get some quality grinding done as opposed to getting out in the actual summer air. Um, I need to just return to Master Hunter. <laughs> I, I, So, yay? Yeah, I mean, it's I mean, I, I don't really know what to say. Like, I, I like the idea of Monster Hunter. It's just, there's too many games to pour my time into. And, like, for a game like that to where, like, you could spend hours and not make any progress, really, just, mm-hmm. like, it's not for me. It's just not not for me. I tried. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, same for me. I, I'm kind of in the same boat. And, yeah, and with Corey having a kid on the way, it's not like it's going to be, you know, his type of game anytime soon even more. But, like, you know, for me, like, I could see I could see it being something I pick up eventually and just, mm-hmm. you know, like, play occasionally, kind of like I do, like, right now with Sea of Thieves. But but that's just it. Like, I, like, I want to play Sea of Thieves more. And the only, the only reason I don't play it more is just because I don't have the time always. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of one of those things that I, that's, you know, where I dedicate my, my occasional t- free time that I have to. So if I buy a game like that, I'm going to lose that even more of my free time. So, so yeah, I mean, I, 
I wanted to get it, you know, but I just I just don't think I I can do it. I just uh, it would just kind of end up being unfortunately a waste of money for me. Okay. Well, I got something to cheer you guys up. Uh, everybody, they announced the games with gold for July. Uh, gold subscribers are getting two Xbox One co-op titles. The Stellar Twin Stick Shooter Assault Android Cactus, which is available July 1st to the 31st. And Robopuster Death Square, which is going to be July 16th through August 15th. As for Xbox 360 games, it's Virtual, Fi- Virtual Fighters 5 Final Showdown, July 1st to the 15th. And Splinter Cell Conviction, July 16th to the 31st. Um, I've never played Conviction because I didn't like the Splinter Cell games. I didn't enjoy it. Um, I, I got the game free when I bought Prince of Persia for GameCube from GameStop. Like They were like, if you buy this game, they'll give you Splinter Cell for free. Physical copy. And I was just like, nope, this game is not for me. Like Metal Gear is still one of the best stealth games of that time uh, so but I'll be I'll, I'm intrigued to play Conviction like I'll download it um, Virtual Fighter 5 I need a fighter uh, on the system uh, but the other two games like Death Square and uh, Assault Android Cactus I've never played so they're free so you know four, ga- four great games uh, to download and it's weird because um, these are the lineup for Xbox One and like heavy rain in another game was for PSN uh, for this month. So I think there's a lot of good value in, uh, on uh, Xbox than PSN this month. Uh, what are your guys' thoughts? Yeah, I I, I almost thought about uh, getting the Assault Android Cactus or whatever, putting that on my Xbox. But <laughs> I've been running out of space lately, so I've got to got to cut back on just putting a whole bunch of stuff on there right now but it it looks interesting enough it's like a twin stick shooter mm-hmm. type thing so it, you know it's kind of kind of similar to like a yeah like i don't know i guess but the the thing is though too is like a lot of those games um i'm pretty picky about <laughs> so not not a lot of them really interest me but mm-hmm. I'll try it. It's there. It's free with my right. with my uh, season pass or whatever with the pass. So, what about you, boss? Anything that you ready that you will play or try? Um, I don't know. I mean, I'll probably just add them to my library. You know, whatever. But I don't know. I mean, I'm not really in the Splinter Cell. I don't really. I just. Mm. I don't know. None of these games are really for me, and to be honest with you. <laughs> Okay. Well, we're going to get into the last uh, story. Uh, Showtime is bringing the Halo TV show. Um, we know that it's going to, uh, it was supposed to come like with Microsoft's like, um, TV plans, but it didn't happen. Um, the Halo is a franchise um, by 343, uh, and they're joining together with Spielberg. Spielberg's production company to do a 10 episode season based on the game um, so uh, there's stuff that you can read about it um, but what do you guys think about this that Halo is getting a TV uh, a TV show would you guys like get Showtime to watch it or would you wait for it to come to DVD or Blu-ray to see it 
I mean, I this will probably be on Netflix at some point, right? So, like, it, it's cool, but I'm not going to go out and buy a Showtime subscription for this. It's it's not worth it to me. I mean, like, I think it's cool that it's finally happening, but just like every other Halo thing they've done, and just like everything Showtime ever does, like, mm-hmm. it'll be on Netflix. Or, you know, Hulu. if I really w- want to watch it, like, yeah, Hulu too. Like, it, if I really want to watch it, like... My wife and I have enough friends that have, like, HBO or Showtime accounts that, like, we'll just borrow theirs for the app until, like, the show's over. And we're like, okay, that's good. I just, I don't watch enough TV to even care, you know. And, like, if we're to be on a premium channel, like, for it to be on a premium channel, though, like, I'm sure it's going to have a budget behind it, which makes me excited. Uh, You know, not that the, the other Halo stuff that they put out wasn't good, but, like... You could tell it was a little bit low budget, and and for them to have a budget like like a CBS style budget behind it, like yeah, Steven gets, Spielberg, yeah, and you know. and Amblin and 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 all that behind it, and like they got a really good director for that first episode. I forget who the f- director is, but like it sounds promising, but I mean you know how these things go. So unfortunately, video game hasn't. Video game IP has not translated well to the uh, non-playable screen. <laughs> well, that 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 depends. You got Nintendo with Donkey Kong and Kirby, uh, and not a good. Super Mario cartoon. I, I'm just saying that <laughs> those are all kind of animated shows, and some people do enjoy them. I know. I was, I'm you, talking more like like. Live action, or live action. or yeah. or you know, like, I mean, super. I think I think Tomb Raider are like the most successful in Resident Evil, and like, I mean, those first two Tomb Raider movies are okay at best, and the new one I heard mm-hmm. is like g- a good action movie, but not like well, it's not anything to write home about. But yeah, it, but I mean, again, like I've I've watched some recent video game movies that have been deemed not great like Assassin's Creed and I was like it's totally a watchable movie it kind of reminds me of like a low budget Matrix ripoff with an Assassin's Creed skin on it but it was still cool like it was cool to watch and Warcraft I don't know anything about Warcraft so I just (laughs) was like goodbye it did better (laughs) overseas than it did here in America I'm sure it did (laughs) yeah so uh, Jesse your thoughts yeah, for for me, like I, I'm super interested in it. You know, like I, I don't know that I that I would really go out to get Showtime. I mean, I think I don't remember. I think it might be like an extra seven seven bucks a month or something mm-hmm. like that. You can add it. I think you can add Showtime to your Hulu, uh, your Hulu, uh, um, app basically because they, I think it's Hulu yeah I think it's Hulu that gives you that option it's either that or Amazon I know, one I know of, one Amazon I know Amazon you can add like Showtime and, and, and HBO for like three bucks yeah. extra a month or whatever yeah Hulu does it too for certain ones but but yeah I, I, I don't know I I guess it I guess it depends. Like, what they really should do is maybe do like the whole like where you get the first episode free, mm-hmm. and that, then uh, and then a, uh... and then after that, if you want to continue, 
the series, then you have to, you know, go to wherever. But like, I, like I, I want to know what it is, and I do want to watch it. I think it would you be know, cool but to, to just, if they're gonna do like a debut of it, do it on Mixer. Like, yeah. hey, you know, check this guys out. This is the first episode, uh, the pilot episode. You guys can watch it and discuss it and get points and stuff on a mixer. I think that would be I cool. Think, I think that's going to be in the store, though, right? Like, I think if you go to the Microsoft yeah. store, I bet they have the pilot episode yeah. for free. I, I yeah. bet that's some sort of deal that they've worked out. Yeah, and I would hope that they would just have it where you can, like, you know, like for four ninety nine or whatever per episode, you can buy each episode individually. Or it's like, or it's like what a twelve episode run, right? I think they said ten episodes, ten episodes, and so mm-hmm. like you can buy it for five bucks an episode or a thirty dollar like season pass or whatever, just like every other show on on the Xbox Store. Right? Well, everybody so, would pay thirty bucks because why are you going to spend fifty bucks? That's what I'm that's saying. Crazy. That's what I'm saying. Like just. Buy the season pass if you like that first episode. Make the first episode th- free. Make each individual well, episode five bucks, or you can buy the season pass for thirty and save yourself some money. I say bring the target for all physical for twenty four ninety nine. Call it a day. Well, it'll, well, they I mean, will eventually. Yeah, it'll I'm be sure. eventually. <laughs> I don't think it's going to be twenty four ninety nine. It'll probably be closer to like forty and or fifty. Will, and it will probably come with a uh, with a. Uh... The Halo, the new Halo game update. <laughs> <laughs> Check out the first shoot. If they if they pack in Halo Infinite as a, like the beta, yeah. yeah, I'll buy it. Like that's the only way, that's the only way you the can get the, the early beta. <laughs> let's let's play Halo Infinite. Oh, it turns out this Halo TV show is pretty good. <laughs> let's watch it. <laughs> <laughs> Something we should do though, we should do commentary tracks over that show when it, whenever it releases on DVD or whatever. What if you if you bought it? Okay, it comes with the Halo Infinite beta, but you have to put a code in, and the only way that you get it, you can get the code is by uh, <laughs> is by watching each episode. Uh, no thanks. <laughs> you have to write down every code. It's like uh, it's like uh, the uh, what is that that secret decoder ring? Yeah, <laughs> each episode gives you a, a, a secret letter or number that you have to add to the. <laughs> wow. Well, people, people would just skip to it, yeah. <laughs> skip to certain parts. Well, everybody, that's been our Arsenal news, and we're going to get to a special Arsenal exchange by answering some of your Arsenal questions. So our First question comes from Deshaun Malone. How do you see Xbox business evolving after what Phil said at E3 about Scarlet AI and stream? I mean, I we we talked a lot about it on Arsenal or on a uh, Power Block, <laughs> uh, also. But like you know, we talked about Google's new box and the possibility of what that's moving forward. I think like. I think Microsoft is going to attempt something really ambitious. And, like, maybe it won't work right away, but I think it'll work how they want it to eventually, where, like, you have your... I think it's going to be multiple devices, I think. I think it's going to be a family of devices. I think you're going to get the... whatever the S and the X versions of that box are. And, like, you know, get your foot in the door, you get the S. If you want the premium experience, you get the X, right? And then I bet there'll be a Scarlet line of surface tablets that you could stream your xbox to that you can put you know 
smaller indie games on, download it to or whatever. Uh, because the the Surface tablets were eventual or were uh, originally Xbox branded, like they had Xbox branded ones, and then they pulled out of that after the whole like media fiasco thing that was the Xbox One launch <laughs> announcement. Uh, mm-hmm. But I think they're going to try to do that again, and then you know whatever the Xbox app is on your phone, probably be able to stream it there you know that kind of stuff i think they're i think they're really going to go hard at like you know what phil said was choice like either you can play on your tv you can play on your phone you can play on your tablet you can play wherever whenever like yeah, it's not playing i wouldn't even uh, i wouldn't initiative. even i wouldn't even be surprised if they had apps on com- competing devices like what if the switch gets an xbox app at some point like an xbox live app you know, mm-hmm. with their partnership with Nintendo, like, what if the PC gets uh, Game Pass support, like real Game Pass support? And I know, like, a lot of the first-party games that are on Game Pass are like, if you have Game Pass on Xbox, you can download them from the Windows Store. Like, but what if what if there's like a, a Game Pass type thing through the Xbox app on your Switch someday? Like, I really think they're I really think they're going to try I- to go for it. I I probably will see that Microsoft will raise the price, part of the twenty dollars, fifteen or twenty dollars, um, to what, cover more bases. You know, to cover Switch. Well, uh, my PC, thing is, my thing like, is, I think they're gonna, I think they're gonna combine Xbox Live Gold and Game Pass mm-hmm. into one service for the next box, and like, it'll be like charge like seventy. I think I think they're gonna charge by in six months, six month increments. Mm-hmm. At a hundred dollars for six months, and you get Game Pass and Gold, or they find a way to I, make, or they find a way to make Game Pass cheaper, uh, or Gold cheaper, whatever, and it's still going to be fifty nine ninety nine for six months. Yeah, I th- I think that's the only way they're going to be able to pull it off is if they uh, if they they somehow make it make it either fit the same bill that it is now or. Or or make it where it's like maybe only five dollars more. Um, I don't I don't know that they're gonna force those two together because I, I mean think... they could they could put it as a bundle. Yeah, but, but they could also keep it separate. Yeah, uh, because too many people would look at that as a way as a reason to complain about about them trying to you know because I you know like just. I think it I understand that if they do bundle it, like maybe the first two months is cheaper and then they let you know that it goes up to its regular price. Yeah. If you're getting it. So if you get Game Pass, let's just say if you get uh if you get it for eighty dollars, uh gold and game pass. Um and let's just say Game Pass goes up another five dollars. Uh, because it's now covering more systems and stuff. You'll you'll get a deal that is ten dollars for that first month, ten dollars for that second month, and then if you still want to continue and you say and you agree to it, it'll jump it to fifteen. And then Corey, what you said for six months, it'll be fifteen dollars for those six months. Uh, if you do allow that to happen, you get their first party stuff a week early or maybe a day early before the physical versions come out. Or digital versions. Like, if you if you if you want to buy the game 
it's stuff you can't buy it unless you have Game Pass. Um, that's the only way. Well, not not so much buy it, but to play it early is that you got to have Game Pass. But if you want to buy it and stuff, you have to wait to the uh, release date for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that that probably be one of the benefits of it. Um, as for Scar- as for Scarlet, I think. I don't know what they'll do graphically for it, like chips and everything. I think uh, I think they're really gonna. I think like graphically, it's gonna be similar mm-hmm. to Xbox One X. Like I think they're gonna do the 4K stuff. I think like you know whatever their 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 graphics visually are gonna be very similar. Maybe there's gonna be some AI stuff that they tweak or some particle effects or some kind of system mm-hmm. stuff in the background. But I think the big thing that they're going to start pushing is 60 frames a second. Yeah. I think I think yeah. they're going to try to get all their at least their first party games running at 60 frames a second because they know that's what people want. You know, because I think they know that their graphics are are becoming more and more uh it's harder to get a better graphical fidelity. Not that we haven't seen better graphics from like the start of this generation to the end. Yeah. But the yeah. more the the things that we've been seeing are like more crowded cities, uh, more uh, dense areas to explore, that kind of stuff, and I think they want to capitalize on that. You know, hey, uh, 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 one more point, uh, Corey. Um, I think they're probably going to get the system ready for like Unreal Engine Five. So all these new engines that these developers are trying to make, I think it's going to be more possible to do. Um, They'll probably still have a, like Unity and Unreal Engine four, but I think they're gonna make it strong enough that once Unreal Engine five mm-hmm. is ready enough and it comes out, Scarlet would be ready. Um, to jump on your point, uh, when we talked about uh, the streaming thing during E three, Jesse about the cloud gaming and stuff, I mm-hmm. think that I think that is going to get improved by the time Scarlet comes out. Uh, so it'll be out, but I think it's gonna be uh, like improved also with that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, but well, back to your point, Corey. I'm oh, sorry. Oh, I, I was oh. I was done. I just I just think Scarlet is going to try to push. I think they want to have those games that are pushing, you know, frame rate. I think they want that 60 frames locked on, on Gears and Halo specifically and Forza. Like those three games, those are their three pillars still. Whether you know gamers like it or not, those are going to be their pillars moving forward. Uh, and then, you know, we'll probably get Halo and whatever Ninja Theory is working on and stuff like that. But, like, they want to they want to hit that 60 frames, man. Like, I think enough gamers now realize that, like, you know, 30 maybe isn't, especially in competitive games. Like, you know, and, and in Gears, like, the, the campaign is 30 frames, which is very noticeable once you play a lot of multiplayer, which is 60 frames. Yeah. Uh, but like the Xbox has to choose one or the other, you know. And when you play Rise mm-hmm. of the Tomb Raider, uh, you know, if you put it on enhanced visuals, it's amazing looking, but it still runs thirty or sub thirty sometimes. And then you switch it over to sixty, you're like, oh my gosh, this game plays like a gem. Like in, in but then you lose the graphical fidelity. And I think they want to, I think they want to spend more money on the CPU rather than the GPU because I think like graphics are are where they are and they're going to be that moving forward and you know they can make little tweaks here and there but uh diminishing returns on graphics i think they want to lock that frame right in yeah oh go ahead jesse yeah that's basically what i was gonna say and i 
And one thing I was kind of thinking about, and I don't know for sure, like if 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 we'll get this, but you know, like the whole the whole idea is like Phil Spencer had kind of talked about like not really wanting to make like a new like tech like they would make new systems, but it would still be part of the same like the same uh, you know like family family. Yeah. So, like, I wonder if they're gonna like do something where, like, eventually, like, I'd be the only one that's basically no longer able to play the new games unless I upgrade my system. But I wonder if it's gonna be like where the One X will basically become like the the like the, S the lower Scarlet. Yeah. Or or we were like talk- we or were talking even, about that on NGR or even. Just be like the original Xbox One. Of it, yeah, I I think that probably won't happen until three years after Scarlet comes out. Well, I we, uh, were, we were talking about it on NGR, and you know, by the time you hear this, you know, you'll you'll well, I think maybe we talked about it on episode one hundred or whatever. But like, what if what if like Xbox One X is the like S version of the Scarlet Box, and like you're already in the lead with like five or six or seven million players <laughs> into the next console generation because you already have the box in people's homes, you know? Like, what mm-hmm. What if they are trying to keep, like, maybe the Xbox Scarlet is just called Xbox and then the Xbox One X is just the S version of that box. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's it's something that we were, like, throwing around. And if, maybe, maybe I talked to if, one of you guys about it. The- at some I point, think but. if the if the chips got cheaper, uh, like they'll they'll still add more chips, like with more RAM and stuff like that. I think if the chips got cheaper, um, they could probably drop the price of OX. And once Scarlet comes out, that'll be like the new five hundred dollar kind of system, and OX would probably be like two fifty three hundred dollars. Yeah. So they'll be like, if you want to play the latest games, um. Those who own a slim, it won't run. But if you own a one X, you know we got the price down because we and they'll probably stop production on the slim. And OX would be like the standard, mm-hmm. uh, and then Scarlet's the new one. So if you want uh, more more games to be running, now you have to get an OX if you want to yeah. play the new games, or you have to get Scarlet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I. Yeah, I'm kind of. I guess I'm kind of hoping that that's what that's what they are gonna do, just because that's kind of what they hinted at, like in the beginning mm-hmm. here, like when they were, you know, they were talking about the future of Xbox, and they kind of wanted, they didn't want to completely throw everything out, like well, they have in the well, past, you know. Well, and, hold hold on to your thought, Jesse, yeah. because I think what you're about what you're about to go is going to be the is answer for the next question. Um, this one comes from Megan Green. What do you expect Scarlet to be as a console and consoles? Okay, Jesse, continue now. <laughs> okay, yeah. So like I I think that, yeah it basically then it will like I'm hoping what it is is it's it's basically the new the new one X of like of the future of of Xbox gaming where where it will you know it will be the the preferred console to be playing on Mm -hmm. like things are gonna look the best on it but if you've already invested the 500 into buying the 1x like Corey did like you don't have to make that transfer over right away you know like it's it's purely you know an option Mm 
for you. And so, like, if you want to be able to hit that the games at, like, close to 4K at 60 frames per second, well, then you can play on the, the Scarlet. But if you're okay choosing between the two still, then you can just stay on the on the one X. <coughs> well, I think I think what's going to happen is with I think with Scarlet, I think be prepared to pay seventy dollars for the game um, because if they're going to be doing more four K and sixty or or try to keep that sixty frame rate, I think they're going to charge a little bit more because it's going to take some engineering and development to to do that. My think my thing would would be that um, if you can't show CGI demos. Like you, you literally need to show the game running on the system to make people want to buy what Scarlet is. Because if people can't tell the difference between OX and Scarlet, and you show like just a CGI demo, people are gonna be wondering, well, why do I need a Scarlet when I could just play this on OX? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. If if and if you're just saying, well, the difference is the frame rate. That's not going to, everybody's going to be like, well, I could, like Corey said, I could give up some of the uh, graphics if I could run a 60 on OX. Mm-hmm. You know, if if it's, if there's no real big graphical uh, difference, just because it's running at 60, people are not going to be into what Scarlet. It does, and it doesn't matter what cross-platform that you play it on or anything. They're going to be like you graphically and frame rate wise. You got to show us the difference, and that's only going to happen through actual gameplay. Someone has a controller, and there might be a different controller design also for Scarlet. They're going to have to show what this can be done on the system. They still got to in. They still got to keep crossplay. I think with Switch root users until yeah. Nintendo gets a new system. Um, well, that's the thing too. Is like you gotta look at all these cross cross platform games now. Like, will if Halo Infinite runs on Xbox One, because in, what if it comes out on Xbox One? Will Scarlet players be able to play with with you know Xbox One X players? Will they be able to play with Xbox One players? Will you know Fortnite be on this thing? Like, will you be able to play with Switch and PC players? Like, and in in Rainbow think... Six, like Rainbow Six Siege says, they have a ten year plan for this. Well, they're only in what year three, and if yeah. these consoles are out in two years, like, is Rainbow Six going to be upgraded to that version? Like, I, are you going to be it, able to pay like mm-hmm. if you own it on Xbox? Are you going to be have to pay like a twenty dollar upgrade fee to get? the xbox scarlet version will it run at 60 frames like if microsoft could if microsoft could work something with games with gold steel that if the same way that you're doing on ox you could do on scarlet if they could if they could be like there's no difference or anything they've been able to fix it i think that won't be a big that won't be a problem it's going to probably be on ubisoft part to be like we need to get this game running on Scarlet. And if Microsoft could jump in and help them, I think that would solve that problem. But I do understand what you're saying, Corey. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, and Siege Siege is, isn't going to be an issue. That's something that they can easily they can put 4K assets in. You know, they can do that. Well, like, and the big thing because is, though, their is like ideas, the 60 frames. Making, I know, but they're, st- they're making lots of boatloads of money off of their, like... Their season cosmetics. passes, their cosmetics. Yeah, their, I'm just I'm like concer- they're making so much money off of that stuff. I'm just concerned. I'm just concerned with like 60 frames gives you such a competitive avan- advantage yeah. in something like that, and and 
like if you get the Scarlet version of Siege, and it's crossplay with the Xbox One X version, those those Scarlet players are gonna have such an advantage. Right, because they're running at a higher frame rate. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, so, but I'll... but I I like I, and that's the weird position we're in now with these games as a service thing, right? Is like, you got Destiny, The Division, Anthem, like, uh, uh, uh Beyond Good and Evil Two, uh, you know, Ghost Recon to an extent. Like, you have all these games as a service who are planning content like two, three, four years out still. Are these games going to be able to transfer over to these new platforms too? <laughs> which, which is a question that we'll probably answer when we. Um, John Marcel he asks, "How do you see Xbox One evolving over the course of the next two and a half years until Scarlet is out?" Um, just with those games that you mentioned, Corey, like those developers, those third-party developers are going to have to evolve that game to they'll be ready for xbox one but they got to evolve them to the point where when scarlet comes out if people still want to play it on that system it has to recognize it. like uh-huh. the structure of that game uh of their online service it, it just got it has to work and i don't know if there's going to be a like a hundred gigabyte patch or anything Jeez. for don't that to, for that. that to work <laughs> but but for but for real if they're going to try to get all of that stuff for 4k assets at 60 that's going to be a huge patch microsoft for one cannot release a 500 gigabyte it has to be 1k i mean one yeah. tb or two tb or or something like that i yeah. i say one terabyte should be enough um i think right out the box they still got to release um if, if you want to do uh more more uh data and stuff you could do an external hard drive up to eight terabytes just right out the gate i think i think there i think what it's going to be is it's going to be at least two terabytes uh for the for the regular like the original version mm-hmm. and then i think it, you can go up to four i think that would be their best like the best I, have either a two or a four four the uh, thing, version. The the thing about it, I think a two terabyte would fit them, um, because for Xbox One you could go up to eight for for the external hard drive. So yeah. you could still get one, but if you have if you have the two terabyte and then do a eight ter up the eight terabyte, that's ten terabytes right there. Yeah. of external and well yeah no i'm i meant you could there'd be two versions you could have like you know how some of the Xbox... oh you're talking about like a, a two terabyte one and then yeah like a, a yeah like the two terabyte yeah okay. the two terabyte one would be like your 500 megabyte uh console and then the mm-hmm. four terabyte would be like your your one if, terabyte I, I think if they if they do four terabyte that's going to depend on the cost and that might be up yeah. to 600 700 dollars but if yeah. i feel like if they're going to do that for scarlet like a four terabyte one put the elite controller in give give three months of game uh game pass and games with gold for free uh pack in the game you know yeah. Make the value worth that seven hundred dollars because yeah. if you're just buying the system basic, just for four terabytes, everybody's not going to buy that at that price. They're going to be like, I could just buy the two terabyte or use my Xbox One X and just get an external hard drive for maybe a hundred, two hundred dollars. Or Amazon might be throwing it on sale for seventy five. Well, so what they- I could, 
what I could see them doing too is actually including a year of uh, Game Pass with. Well, that's what. That's yeah. that's why I said three yeah. months for Game Pass and three months for Xbox Live and at least a game with the Elite controller. That I mean that will make up that uh, that will make up for the extra money with that four terabyte. You know, yeah. Um, yeah. I, I'm just saying that if they don't pack anything with that system with that four yeah. terabyte, a lot of people wouldn't buy it. So they just gotta like up the ante and stuff. Yeah. Well, you it know? would just it would just yeah it would that would just be more for the the person who doesn't want to have to hook up you know hard drives to their to their xbox and just have you know a good chunk of what they would need already inside of it you know yeah that's more it it would be more of like the luxury version of the of the box kind of similar to like a lot of those you know the newer xboxes that came out but i do think they would at least have to have a bundle of games with it maybe an extra controller I would love to see how Mighty Number no. Nine will run on Scarlet. <laughs> just, for, just to see past games. Well, who cares that, about that game? I want to see no. Mega Man Eleven. <laughs> no, see, I, I want Mega Man uh, Mighty Number no. Nine. It's because people clown that game. Like, I would love to see past games that's that's been on one that that looks just like mediocre, very average. And to see, be like, yeah, you played this mediocre game, but it's better on Scarlet, and it just still looks janky. <laughs> like it don't fix anything, but people were just like, wait, why did? Because somebody's gonna do that. Somebody, if 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 Scarlet is backwards compatible or it works with Xbox One, uh, yep. Xbox yep. One games, someone is going to put Mighty Number no. Nine on that system. Someone's gonna put some average games or some movie licensed games. That that will work on the system. If backwards compatible for the 360 um, digital games, if that works on Scarlet, someone is going to see what gets up res for that game, or does it yeah. still now with it running on a powerful powerful system? Does it still look good, or does it just be like, no, this doesn't this doesn't work at yeah. all? Well, see, and that's that's part of the reason why I I honestly think that the new that the Scarlet is just basically gonna be an Xbox One X uh, on steroids. Is I think they literally what they want to do is day one you can put your Xbox One game disc in the Scarlet and it's gonna play it and load up and and unless it has an you know for up K you know four K uh, upgrades it's basically going to be the original game and you're going to be able to play it in its entirety. Like there's not going to be, you know, they, they won't have to worry as much about certain things and stuff like that. So, yeah, well, we're going to get into our last question. (laughs) Uh, and this one comes from Samantha Cross. What games are you most excited for in 2019 for Xbox? Um, I know for all three of us, we probably can agree on Anthem being one. Yeah, you know, yeah. we're making plans for squad goals and stuff with that. Um, probably Crackdown, um, uh, Sekiro, uh, the Sekiro game, uh, Shadows Die Twice. Yeah, that w- that looks good. That um, game looks so amazing. Uh, Ori and the Will of the Wisp uh, looks good. Um, I really I 
I think Anthem is just leading right now for me for 2019 for Xbox. Uh, only only because that you know I'll be playing that game with you guys, and I'll also be playing Crackdown Three. Um, but I think Anthem just there's something about Anthem that I'm just like you know what it's Bioware. I'm willing to give them a chance because. You know, it looks it looks good too. Like yes. I, I, Game Informer just did their whole month of Anthem coverage, and and it's like you can always tell. Like I, I was listening to the, one of their developer interviews that they were doing, and it's like you can always tell like the people who have like that PR voice, and like you know they try to sell the game, and then you you listen to people who are generally enthusiastic about the game, and like. It was really nice hearing someone being enthusiastic about that game instead of just trying to sell it to me. Like, I don't know, man. I I think Anthem looks cool. I know, I know, Giant Bomb played it behind closed doors, and I'm sure a lot of people did. But like, they were more open about it than other people were, and they were like, you know, it feels really good to to fly, and and the movement feels good, and just to jump over somebody to get around them instead of like dodging left or right just being able to use the jetpack to jump over them or you know flying like jumping off a cliff and just flying and diving into the water and coming back up in one fluid motion is just something really cool like Mm -hmm. i'm really interested in anthem and if it's like if it's sort of like you know the division meets destiny meets monster hunter where like you gain experience for doing stuff and you go out and fight these monsters for better parts. Like you, you salvage parts from these monsters you fight while going on missions and stuff. And you know, they have all these different kinds of in game activities that sound really cool. Like the strongholds you invade, uh, you know, and they said when he asked about raids, they said no comment, but you'll be pleased when we announce what we have to announce. Like doing like a three or four man raid, with you know you guys for for squad goals and like getting somebody else involved like that'll be really cool probably someone like pat or you know my friend mitch is planning on getting it like interchangeable parts like it just sounds anthem looks cool i still want to see more but that's probably like honestly the more i watch of it and the more i see of it like i'm 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 getting really excited for anthem and like i'm excited for the division two also but like Mm -hmm. Anthem yeah. just looks really cool. I want to see like I want to see what the different suits do too. Like I want to see what Storm does compared to the the uh, uh, Colossus compared to just like the basic Ranger guy. Like I want to know what they all do and how how unique they really feel. Yeah. Right. Well, and, and Jesse, I... uh, just to add for you, Jesse, you probably gonna be uh, picking up Resident Evil Two, the remake. Oh yeah, because I know sure. you was looking forward yeah. to that. Yeah, that's something I've been looking forward to since since the first uh, remake remaster or whatever came out. But yeah, it, um, like for me too, like I know this is coming to all of the systems or well to PlayStation and and PC too. But I like the more I see and I and I hear about. Uh, the, the new Metro game that that game I'm pretty interested in too because like I like like they talked a, a little bit about it on Giant Bomb recently mm. on one of the episodes that I was listening to but I think like I wanted to like the other Metro games but I really got bored of being stuck in those in those tubes underground you know like it just like I wanted to be able to like venture out more 
and that's kind of what they're doing with this this new metro game is they want to still make it feel like a metro game but give you that that option to finally get out of being stuck underground all the time and you know obviously from the videos we've seen you're you're more outside doing stuff so like that that's really what it what like makes me excited about this game is i loved like the mechanics and and like the things that the metro games did but there was just that that feeling like trapped underground and not not really it was just too linear for me like i have a really hard time with with games that are too linear like when they feel like they shouldn't be and yeah. the the metro games were definitely that for me like if you can take a, if you can take the metro game and put it in a in a division style like you know like open world kind of thing then i'm i'm going to buy that game you know all day versus just a linear game so so that i was looking forward to that game but yeah like obviously I mean, they could give us a clear direction of what to do yeah the yeah there yeah there's yeah there's definitely some things about metro that make those games oh. hard to play at times but before you go on jesse everybody please watch that episode of part of play season two where me and Corey try to figure out what the heck we're doing in that game <laughs> the conversation was good we were literally lost i think we were literally <laughs> in the same like three rooms the whole like the whole hour i'm like i yeah. don't really know what to do man <laughs> yeah yeah there and that's and that's one of the troubles that you run into when you have a linear game like that where it's just like they there's too many things that make you seem like you can go in that direction but but the but with it being linear all it does is ends up getting you lost because you've only got one and it and they like a lot of the older games and you know like even beyond you know early older games uh, you know like the early halo games they kind of had that same problem where like everything looked the same and everything felt the same and there's this linear path that you had to take but halo it made it always seem like yeah, it made it always seem like there was all these directions you could go, but the, unfortunately, you had to try to find the right one. And sometimes it was really difficult to find that right linear path that you're supposed to be taking. And and I think that's just it. Is it's like, I think they probably just got so ambitious on trying to make these games really look good that they lost out on the ability to have like a more open world type game, and and you just end up getting screwed kind of in a way but i don't know yeah I, there's that and yeah and obviously anthem like i'm you know i like want it tomorrow <laughs> but I, I probably would add battle toes also but yeah, yeah. anthem is, yeah. is leading what comes up something comes on the 29th but i don't think that's xbox i think that's ps4 in january because it was like four days after four uh, days after res- five uh, two. Kingdom Hearts three comes out. Oh, on the twenty yeah, yeah. which I'm I'm pretty excited for. But yes, yeah. I with Anthem, like I just wanted to add one thing is like that, like yeah. The thing with Anthem, like it, it always gives me like anytime I've seen footage of it, it gives me like feelings of the evolved game. But it like actually done correctly. <laughs> <laughs> but, but but I mean those evolved. But the 
like as much as it sucks that Evolve didn't catch on and they just didn't quite do it right, those maps in that in that game were so amazing. And like that's what I think reminds me of Anthem is that vertical like Anthem's great because it's like taking that that thing that we kind of uh take for granted and it's mm-hmm. that that verticalness of the map and like opening that up more. So like because, like, you know, like, your games, like, The Division, like, yeah, you can, like, go inside houses and kind of go up to the roofs or yeah. whatever. But, but like, that, like, Anthem just seems like it's always going to be, like, vertical, like, the verticalness of the map is always going to be super important. So, like, you're always going to be wanting to look up and not just straight ahead, you know. So, you know, that's, yeah, there's just so much about that to look forward to and to learn more about. And, and I just, yeah, I want to I want to know everything now. <laughs> EA, don't screw this up. Let Bioware put time and effort into this game. Do not rush them. Yeah. Yeah. The, la- the last two games I want to bring up, too, are Control looks really cool. Yeah. And, and, yes. Gear- and Gears 5, like, you guys are gonna lose me for oh, yeah. however long that's, that campaign is. Like that, dude. That's like a must-have. Like yeah. the control for me is a, is a must-have. Like there's no, yeah. There, there's no no thinking about that. Like I'm I'm going to get that because literally, like when that day that they release Alan Wake, like I have it sitting over here. I have the the collector's edition that looks like a book. Like, dude, that game was the shit when it came out. It was like, it still is like one of my favorite games. I still need to play it. I, it's I know still... it, I, I, I got the physical version of 360 uh, yeah. before they stopped selling it. Um, I didn't realize that the, I put, once again, I just paid attention to the Quantum Break game and it has like, oh, contains Alan Wake. I'm like, yeah. oh, I already yeah. own this version. Why did yeah. I write the 360 version? And I'm just like, you know what? <laughs> yeah. Blessings. <laughs> yeah, I, I honestly, I need to go back and play uh, Alan Wake now that I think of it because I don't know that I ever finished the uh, the expansions. Mm. I don't think I ever finished the uh, yeah, what was it called, American Story or something? I think I, it's uh, American Dream or something like that. Yeah, American Dream maybe. Yeah, or something like that. But yeah, yeah. What well, everybody. That's going to be it for our the X podcast. You can find us on uh, ngrradio.com or and also you can check us out on YouTube at Dirt's Gone Rogue every Wednesday. Um, you can email the show at arsenalxpodcast at gmail.com. You can find me, Eddie V, on Twitter at that retrico, and you can check out my podcast, Optional Opinion, on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, TuneIn, and other podcast apps. You can also check out uh, Squad Goals, um, Especially pack uh, where we come up with um, discussions and kind of talk about them, like do a mini episode. We are going to get into that Ninja, uh, Ninja Turtles discussion uh, because that the Mission X one that Corey mentioned just like blew my mind, and we'll have thoughts. <laughs> uh, um, but uh, Jesse, where can we find you? You can find me on Twitter at sub underscore humanist. And Corey, where can we find you? You can find me at Corey and HD on Twitter and Instagram and on uh, Nerds Gone Rogue in Powerblock. 
Yes, and also everybody, if you want to join uh, us on uh, Xbox, uh, my PS, no, PSN, goodness, my gamer tag is no. the Nurko one. Uh, Jesse, what's yours? What was that? What What do you? Your gamer tag on Xbox One. Oh, it's it's uh like I don't know, it's uh K- Gara for Kazakage. Would you like to spill that out? <laughs> yeah, see that's the thing. Just I, isn't it on our on our uh, video thing now? Yeah, we don't. Yeah, I, I have everybody's gamer tag on our on <laughs> our description episode descriptions. So yeah, oh, just wanted to make sure. Uh, didn't know. Uh, once again, thank you, boss, for the new intro. Uh, and just just making it wonderful. I love our intro for Arsenal X and Power Block Two. Had <laughs> to put uh. that in. So, All of them. <laughs> yes. But, you know, only Arsenal X and Pop... Well, Pop Block and Arsenal X only matter. Nurse going <laughs> Platinum, they're doing fine. <laughs> um, so, oh, everybody, if you're, li- if you're listening to this on a podcast app, uh, you know, rate us. Let us know what you want to hear more, what you like about the show, what you dislike. Put all that in on ArsenalXPodcast at gmail.com. And also, if you got questions for us, uh, let us know. Uh, share this with your friends. Um, if you're an Xbox listener, uh, if you're at work listening to the car, help us get some uh, downloads, you know, into... Your iTouch, your iPhone, yeah. whatever. Even if, yeah, just... even if you have friends that uh, that hate Xbox, you can just give it to them, and, <laughs> and they can they can hate listen to it if they want. Right. It they still listens. More, they, they, can more, <laughs> they can get more understanding why we do this show, and we have one. But with that, everybody, we're gonna throw out the X one more time because we're exiting out of here. Have a great week. Have a great weekend. Everybody have a safe 4th of July. If you are drinking, make sure that you have another driver with you or sleep it off at at somebody's house. Uh, Just want you guys to be safe. And yes. Yes, Keep all your fingers. Oh, yes. Please. (laughs) Don't blow your fingers off. Yes. Uh, Oh, and be mindful of military veterans who have any problems with fireworks. You know, just be mindful and respectful of them. Um, And with that, everybody, we are out. Bye.